1: This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Oh, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian
0: Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch
1: Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV.
0: For all the latest Leicester City news and information.
1: You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club.
0: Come on, you foxes.
1: Back of the net. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered Leicester City, our FA Cup winners at last, and our history makers at Wembley. A modern day football miracle. They have blown their rivals away.
2: They have blown us all the way in truth,
1: Premier League Champions 2016, the amazing Leicester City. Delight I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. Well, right there, how the devil are we all? It's probably... Colesburg. No, it's probably... Well, well it is to my mind one of the biggest weeks in Leicester City's history. Definitely this season. This is a season-defining week. Oh, this is Leicester till I die. TV. Good evening. Oh, all this is Leicester Light like TV on YouTube, and if you are watching on YouTube, please remember give us a subscribe, hit those like buttons, and the notification as well, and you will never miss a show. Thank you very glad. Uh, how are we all? You know what? I'm I'm uh, I'm not 21 anymore. Uh, I mean, I don't think that's probably a secret, but uh, I when you support a team like Leicester, they're not they you know they're not a glam team. Uh, I just think what we have achieved after Vichai and and Top came into this club, it just you think we've probably done as much as we can do. We are in a European semi final. I mean, just yeah, it's a bad season. Yeah, this has gone wrong and that's gone wrong. But would you ever have said we would? We'd not. It's not the obviously the trophy we want. You know, the competition we want to be in. But just, just, just think about that for a second. We are in a European semi-final. You've got to pinch yourself sometimes, haven't you? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast station, thank you very much. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform. Or ask
0: your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now.
1: Broadcasting live worldwide. Good evening, Brad. How are you feeling?
2: Uh, evening, mate. First of all, uh, I'm feeling all right, feeling chilled. Probably some fans out there are probably envious of the fact that it, I can be so chilled when yeah. it's me, on
1: me that. for what, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And I'm but, sure, I'm sure we can add Scott to that list. Uh, personally, he's bricking it.
2: <laughs> uh, the thing is, you, you've got to enjoy it as fans. We say this sometimes about players, you know, that we talked about, you know, most notably. In terms of player terms, we've talked about it with Yori, saying you got to enjoy. You've got to enjoy these occasions mm. because, yeah, like you said, we've had a bit of a rotten season, and that doesn't necessarily mean that we've been awful all season. We've just been
1: yeah.
2: very unfortunate in some games. We've had some weird moments with tactics and whatnot that haven't gone right, and you know, we've we've probably been one of the worst sufferers post coming out of COVID and having fans back in the ground in terms of having an available eleven fit to us, So it's not been the worst of all seasons. It's not not my country mile. You know, we've had relegations mm. by the League One. We've had, uh, you know, struggles in the championships. So just enjoy it at the end of the day because, like you said, this is our first time and I don't want to remember it as a nervous wreck that sat in the toilet for 90-plus minutes in both legs. You know, I want to enjoy it and just
1: embrace whatever happens. Is it is it me? I find it easier to watch a game when I'm at the stadium. Whereas when I'm at home and it's we're one nil up with like five minutes to go, I'm pacing up and down the hallway. I'm in different bedrooms. I may anything not to look at the telly and see us concede a late goal. But um no. Spencer says hey, good evening, Spencer. Hope you are well. It's thank you very much. It's been a long time since anybody said that to me, but apparently it's going to be a biggie. Um, I mean, I don't care that it, I don't care that it's a conference. There are 16 other teams in this league that would swap places with us right now, and I'm including Man United and Arsenal and Spurs.
2: Yeah, you're not wrong. And again, tired point we've made you look at the teams that are left in this competition and were left in the quarterfinals, 90% of which have had Champions League mm. experience. We're talking Oof, we're talking, you know, there's the same disrespect that the Europa League gets. I know this is birth from the Europa League, but that gets the same disrespect. And you look at the teams that are in that now; they've had European success. Um, oh, I don't know the complete histories. I don't know if West Ham have ever competed on the Champions League front. Um,
1: someone else but might have to been in but... European final. I think of some description, but. Yeah, but not for a long time. But again, they're still they've been in in Europe,
2: so they're very well experienced in the competition. Mm. Even if it's just their history, even if it's not, yeah, you know, even you know. So every competition, you you Roma would not look at Roma and Marseille, who are the two semi finalists in this that 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 have a great history, would not look out of place in a Europa League or a
1: Champions League semi final. Mm. In in the quarterfinals, apart from just, I just like saying it blotted limped, um, every one of those other teams at some point had been in Europe's top competition. Yeah. Luca, good evening, sir. Just then, then Luca, before you came in, and let me know in the chat: Would you swap places with Leicester right now? As in being in the in a semi-final of a European competition, even though it's the conference. Be interested to see what you say, John Wayne. Hello, sir. How the devil are you? Hope you are well. Uh on this um Tuesday, I believe it is. Yes, sir. yep. Just wanted to check. It is Tuesday. I fa- I've I've found a new website and <laughs> not, not one of website. those. <laughs> it's not this one. And no, nobody pretend they don't know what that music is, because you all know what it is. Um, need all Brighton Thunder Rocket to make a hole in the net, says Scott. Yes, we do. We do. I mean, like I say, if if we go out at the semi-final stage, I'm not saying we will, of course, but it, it will be disappointing. But, it, you know, it, they, we've just got to accept that, you know, did we ever think? If you go back, you know, just under ten years, did you ever think we'd be in a semi-final of a European competition?
2: No, but then again, I could not have fathomed as ten years ago doing what we've gone to exactly. do in them ten years. You know, whether whether that's dropping down or playing in the championship or bouncing up and, you know, winning. Winning the, winning, the division, winning the you know getting to the semi-finals, the Carabao Cup, winning the Africa. I wouldn't found any of them being possible if I'm being honest. I'm optimistically looking at a chance to maybe go far in like a Carabao Cup, you know, and and kind of reminisce the old the, the you know the old O'Neill days with like a a League Cup run and and a top top nine finish, which mm-hmm. is which is no mean feat to doing this Premiership division. We've we've seen teams up here now that are right down at the bottom. I mean, look at Everton and Leeds. We're talking about two big, well, history-prevailed big clubs. I wouldn't say, you know, big in terms of what they've won, successful-wise, but mm. that old age debate what defines a big club. And, um, you know, but they're looking and staring down the barrel of going down. I'd have been very happy if you'd have said to me, without knowing the information, Brad, Leicester's recent premiership ninth night every season and, 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 a, and a decent chance in in, in the League Cup. I'd have taken it because I, I enjoyed watching it the night. So, no, I couldn't have had a bit, mate. It's no. logical.
1: It, it, it is weird. It is weird. Thanks, Luca. I have been rushing today. I've had one of those days today and uh, I, yes, I had just copied and pasted PSV versus Leicester rather than updating it. I got the semi-final bit right, and I forgot to knock PSV off the start. Thanks, for t- thanks, Luca, for for pointing that out. So let, let's have a look at some of the some of the details here of of this weekend's game. Um, we're up against Jose Mourinho. Um, is that? Is that the, I mean, I'm personally, if I'm goodly honest with you, we know what we're going to get from a, um, a, a a Jose team. We know him. We know the way he plays. We've got him sacked a few times. I'd sooner be playing Roma than blog limped. I don't know about you. I mean, yeah, I, I would. Um, you know, because I
2: didn't realise this, and I, I, I knew there was in the mix in the league. And if you look. At it, I mean, they're, they're, you know, people might not like it, the fact that Leicester are sat in ninth and, and, and not cha- not able, realistically able to challenge for like, a European spot via the league. And
1: mm. I
2: think that might actually benefit Leicester because Roma's season, and Chris, this is, they're sitting fifth in the league right now, currently sat in there in, in the Serie A uh, Europa League spot. Which, of course, if they win this competition like Leicester, if they win it, they'll get that automatically anyway. And you mm-hmm. might think that they're putting all their eggs into Europa League. They've played 34 games though, Chris, on 58 points. Florentina have played 33 games and have 56 points. So they could get dropped down to what would be the Europa Conference spot in that league, which again would mean they're back in this competition, but they would want to be in the the competition above, which is Europa League. So, you don't look at that. In seventh, Lazio have, have also played 34 games, but are only two points off as well with 56. And even Atlanta down in eighth, who have 54 points and are four points below them, but they also have, like Florentina, have a game in hand. And tonight, I believe, or tomorrow it is, Florentina play Udinese, so before this game, Jose Mourinho's Roma could be hanging on to a European spot themselves. They're, they're, they're kind mm. of the Manchester United of Serie A because they're not getting Champions League. They're a mile off Juventus. And if they're a mile off Juventus, they're certainly not catching either the Milan clubs for a, for a late title dash. So they've they're still got a lot to play for and fight on. And, you know, I, th- I believe they've even got one of the teams I've just mentioned in their last four games. So they could end up really struggling, if they, if they get knocked out of this, I would say there's more pressure on Mourinho to guarantee them European football and, and get it through the league than there is on Brendan Rogers because Leicester fans have almost accepted, and I think it's right to accept, that we're not going to get it through the league. Um, no, no, we're not, yeah. So, there's a lot of pressure on Roman. He's got a man at his squad. And, you know, just quickly, they've got a temperament. I know he returned for 20 minutes and didn't do much against Villa but Jamie Vardy will have a few targets in there. Um if you want to, you know they've got a very big collection of yellow cards for uh, for a few key players in their squad as well mm. so they're quite temperamental on that pitch. So Leicester've got every reason to be thinking they can they can beat this Roma side because I don't think their fans know what's more important to them. You know at least as Leicester fans in the nicest way Have the majority of them are probably going, Well, at least if we can give our full focus to this competition, we haven't got anything to distract us in the league. You know, we can just do what we can in the league and finish as high as we can. But essentially, we're not doing, you know, like the last two seasons, I think we had that distraction. We saw how it affected us in the Europa League in the knockout stages. This season, we don't have that. Right or wrong, Leicester can throw all their concentrations this game, whereas Roma still have to prepare for very, very key league games i mean like i said before their players they could be sat hanging on to you a, Euro- a european spot in syria so mm. do, it's you
1: think, though, do you think that and i i found myself doing this a lot of the time you know we there's a couple of teams that we like, Eindhoven and, and, and another one, not Eindhoven, a couple of teams that we actually played when we were in the Champions League that weren't in there anymore. But do you sometimes think we play the name rather than playing the team? I think sometimes you can.
2: And I think sometimes mm. as fans we do that. Uh, we kind of, and it's it, it's only, it's more understandable with fans, especially when you've grown up and all you've seen outside of your your league's um, competition is the Real Madrid's and the Barcelona's doing well. The AC Milan's had a phenomenal squad in the 90s and 2000s. The event and if you suddenly realize you've, you know, you've not drawn a with the greatest respect, you've not drawn a, um, I can't think of a team outside the top, top, top eight here. So let's say you've got Lazio who have fallen mm-hmm. off the cliff in years, but you know. Yeah. You you maybe get that misconception. You think, oh, that's gonna be one of Leicester going to win that. It'd be great. Uh, you know, we, we kind of had that impetus around the Seville game, the Atletico game. When we got to teams that recognised more recognisable and right. had a bigger stature, I think sometimes the Spanish have get all into it. You can't do that as a player, though. You can't just look at Roma and Jose Mourinho and go, oh, we're doomed. Because if we do that, we might as well not a turn up for Thursday.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, Spencer, will be coming on to um, a team later on, so stay tuned. Um, yes. Rice said he would; he would definitely start him. But when you look at this, <laughs> there's a huge gap in the UEFA rankings. But of course, that's not just on this season, you know. And, no. uh, and, and if UEFA get their way, teams like Roma will probably be able to qualify, like Man United and Arsenal, for the uh, Champions yeah. League because of what they've done in the past. Again, you know, you can, we know, we've just, we have this talk about figures and stats every, every week, don't we, Brad? You know, you can read too much in, into them sometimes. But yeah. um, the interesting one I did want to actually look at was a couple of, a, well, I think it was about a week ago when I did, uh, it was last Thursday, actually, I did a semi-finals preview and it was myself, um, a West Ham fan, a Liverpool fan and a Man City fan. We went through all the semi-finals. And yeah. when it came to the um, who will win each of the competitions, we were we were well ahead in in the votes for our uh, for the conference. But that has changed quite drastically. We're now you've got Feyenoord and Roma are the favourite. Well, not the favourites. This is what people have been voting for. I don't know. It's probably people. You know, well, I want on and I just voted Leicester because it's Leicester. Do you know what I mean? So there's there's a bit of that like on the BBC when you're voting for your man of the match. But I think you can't write Marseille off.
2: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit surprised to see such a drop-off in gap between Marseille and the rest of us. I mean, 30%, 29%. It, you're It splitting hairs there, really. I mean, obviously presidential election, you've got a, a tie, but in in this sort of case of fans' opinion, it's very very even. Maybe, maybe I maybe I'm just kind of trying to figure away why Marseille are so low down. That maybe the French support is more focused on the PSGs, and they don't really. Hmm. Maybe they're one of the countries that don't really look at this. Well enough, I d I don't know, because I'm very surprised, because again, you're talking the reason probably the likes of Roma and Marseille, definitely, mm. and probably even Fire, I I would imagine, are probably way higher up in the in the rankings of this of, of, of European competitions than Leicester, is because these are these are clubs that are used to playing at a lot higher level. So I don't understand. Why? Why they're so far down? I don't. I don't know. Maybe there's a crisis there. Maybe there's something going on. But maybe, just
1: the, maybe just the fans just haven't gone onto to the page and found it. You know, that's well, the yeah, thing. yeah. But, um, but, go on. No, say, uh, Brad. I, I would pass this over to you. Scott's asking here. Just a thought: Does this semi-final become the Ranieri final? It's a around. semi-final, anyway. Scott, you've confused me a little bit there. Yeah, I, I know important. what he's getting at. Ranieri's managed both teams, hasn't he? But uh...
2: yeah, but uh, no, no, I don't get why you'd call that the Ranieri final. I don't yeah. like it when fans try and link things together out of like that because then, then if that's the case, then it's the Cengiz under semi-final. Yes, yeah. isn't it? It's the Cengiz under semi-final because yeah. he or it's Let's the Italian it's... Chelsea versus Leicester. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could say that with, with some of the players they've got Chelsea in their
1: Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, this is how we qualified. Third in the UEFA Europa League, Group C. Uh, winning two, drawing two, losing two. Um, and then, obviously, we beat 7-2. That uh, well, always looks good against Randers. Um, but, I mean, beating Rennes 3-2, that was when I started to think, you know... Maybe we can do this because it was nil-nil and um, what have you uh, 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 look, after the first leg. Uh, last season, let's not talk about it. <laughs> and, uh, the uh, that That's how you for cup Europa League best. We've obviously done better in the Premier League. But when we were saying before about are we building Roma up to be better than, than I think they are, just have a look at this. Yes, they're ranked 11, but how did they qualify? They qualified as winners of the conference group they were in. So they didn't even make it into the Europa League. Yeah, again, you know,
2: you, people may have instantly saw this tie come out as neutrals and maybe, or, or, or even maybe someone who remembers the yesteryears of the of the foreign leagues as, a, as an English fan and maybe just saw the name Roma, Roma like you said and went, oh, that's going to be tough. But then we realised, if you probably look at their... League status, um, mm. what they've achieved. Um, Since I couldn't find much of one recently, you'd probably say PSV get, would would be a harder task uh, than Roma yeah. on paper. Yeah. You know, in namesake. You you instantly think of Roma because of the league they're in and, and what they've been able and the sort of players that we remember to have. But PSV are probably. A much tough, tougher and a much a lot more successful in recent years club than Roma themselves. And you know, you'd fancy how PSV got Roma. I, I think you'd find that if I, I also think maybe the manager's name mm. is, is a bit of a pull because I don't think if Jose Mourinho's managing them, you know, I think yeah. if you know, if Tim Sherwood's in charge of this club, they're probably going to get knocked out by Bogle and take nil because he's crap. But yeah. my point still stands. Um, <laughs> No, I'd, 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 I
1: I I I agree totally. Um, Rob says here for and West Ham. Good evening, Chris. Good luck in your semi. Uh, in your semi, bring the trophy to Leicester. Come on, you Foxes, and good luck to West Ham as well uh, against Frankfurt uh, on the same night. So fingers crossed for both of us. And I mean, you got us. I mean, no, I, I I don't mind West Ham. They're not one of the teams I particularly hate. But as I always say, if Leicester aren't going to be the team that breaks the the top six monopoly on a regular basis, then I'd love it to be, you know, I I want somebody to do it. And obviously West Ham have been the one this season that have looked most likely. But good luck. Good luck. We're 180 minutes away from a European final. At some point, I think pinching yourself becomes self-abuse, doesn't it? Well, yeah. Unless, unless this is a funny fact, as well,
2: apparent fact I've heard. Unless you're pinching yourself on your elbow, and you won't feel it. So you can't self-abuse if you have to pinch yourself on your elbow. So maybe give <laughs> that a go. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll try that. You, 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 you are a purveyor of very obscure facts. I do like,
2: I do like to be, like mate. <laughs>
1: like we said, we're discussing form there it it's, i mean that the, what you see there isn't just league form that is actually as it says there including the uh, the, the last games that we played in this competition um it, it's, it's pretty even isn't it you know i mean yeah, it's it yeah it's pretty even
2: and i mean that that draw was Quite a notable draw because they were down to ten men against against Napoli and got a goal in the ninety-first minute. So it yeah. proves that they can they can dig in when the occasions have to. And and well, I mean, name namesake or whether it's his son, I think he is his son or something like that. But Gianluca Maldini tops the charts with fourteen yellows, and Zani Zaniolo has eleven and two red cards. So if he's He's joint fifth on the yellow cards and joint top of that, so they've probably had some experience of, of digging in with with less men on the pitch. So, but then they got they they got put to the sword by Inter Milan. So they're probably grateful though because they haven't played a league game or a game of any competition to my knowledge since the eighteenth. So we're kind mm. of facing an Aston Villa situation where they've they've gonna have a few weeks without a game, and obviously Leicester have had that turnaround from. From, you know, from Sunday, uh, from yeah, from from the game against Phil yeah. on Saturday, uh, it was it was sorry, it was a three o'clock kickoff, and I thought they were So I just I'm so unused to them. I know uh, <laughs> we've got two in a row. Yeah, but the yeah. difference is for this one. People might say that might benefit Roma because if I bet longer to prepare for it, but to get yourself into gear and come out of the blocks flying in a semi final of any competition. I actually think it's going to benefit Leicester the fact that they've played on Saturday, not mm. on a Sunday. They'll be playing on. They'll be playing on a. Um,
1: we played Thursday. Saturday as well, uh, didn't we? Oh no, or did we? Uh, pardon? Yeah, we
2: played Saturday as well, didn't we? Yeah, no, no, no. What I'm yeah. saying is Leicester played on a Saturday, so they'd have had a longer break than usual because we have been playing on a Sunday. Oh a right, we, sorry. Yes. So
1: yeah.
2: Leicester will be keeping themselves. Match fit and ready, and, and like I said, Roma haven't played since the 18th. So whilst they've had longer to maybe prepare and rest, you need that game time. I don't know if they plan any behind closed doors friendlies to get prepared for it or whatever. But mm. this might just benefit Leicester that they're taking match fitness into this, whereas Roma have had a bit longer break without game planning and you know having the game at home could all benefit Leicester if they could get at them easy and. You know, I know we'll get on to it, but with Vardy and what he's—I'd be asked—I'd be asking a few players. Fans might not like it, but I'd be asking a few players, given their disciplinary record, maybe wind them up a bit because they do it to us if we had a well, bad that
1: that's literally you'd, you'd think we'd almost plan this that literally needs me very nicely i mean andrew says there good evening andrew we're gonna to have to bring our a game of course we are it's a semi-final um and geordie good evening sir how the devil are you um i was just uh watching john's channel earlier come on lester let's see you in the cup it would be very nice thank you very much geordie um yeah, I was going to say, yes, they, they've obviously got that that temperament, but they're Italians and they're, we know what Italians are like. You know, they, they, they pull your shirt and try and strangle you if they think they can get away with it. Oh, they did, didn't they? Sorry, I forgot that. Um, but we've got, you know, a lot of young players there and we haven't really come up against a side that has played that way. I mean, a lot of European sides do but the Italians in particular they know when to go down don't they yeah
2: yeah they do and you know they're, they're, they're very good at it unfortunately I've had this debate I hate it because the thing is now you're finding that that the coaches are being told to teach the youngsters it it's not a case of bad coaching but they're told look we want you know I've even heard some coaches say we want our kids to be honest but they don't get the decisions and, I, and again Whole different show we could talk about Probably in the off-season I think we've rattled the idea around About how to improve that situation yeah. But they do manage to do it But these aren't the best at getting away with it I mean, 25 No, 25 Yeah, 25 yellow cards Between two of their players And, yeah. you know, 27 in total With the two red cards to Zaniolo I'm going to butch that name as many times as I can Apparently mm. um, You know it's, it's not for good reading. And, and if these referees have half a brain cell and switch them on, or maybe we have a ref from that league in over in Italy, they're not going to get away with it. And again, I know we'll, we're, we're going to do a lineup, but somebody like Vardy, or if someone's got that attitude and that ability to get underneath a player's skin, because the Italians mm. are also very flary, aren't they? They're very easy. To, all you have to do is mention the mother. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Dan. Yeah, that's French. Sorry. But all you have to do is oh, yeah. Yeah. get under their skin a little bit. Because, yeah. you know, Varley play-acted on it against Nasri, didn't he, a little bit? Yes, yeah. the head they had lent in and he would have probably got sent off anyway because he did, mm. you know. Yeah. But if someone like that is, you need a character like that. And Marino will probably be his players not to get involved, not to listen to what's being said. But if Leicester can do that, early goal, get in them, get them rattled. That there is opportunity to make sure that the worst play actors in Serie A get punished further this season.
1: Quite right. I'm just actually because you waved for last time, um, that they, they were very kind and they sort of put up what could happen to who could be missing games, who's on like up to the limit on the yellow cards, yeah. etc. And I'm just trying to find, uh, and of course they give it for the. Um, Champions League. Let me just see if I go. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Kostas Monolas at AS Roma. Now, I've no idea who the hell that is. Uh, Kostas Manolos, AS Roma uh, def- is a defender. He's a Greek defender, who knew? Um, in the six appearances he made for the Italian side in the... Cha- AS Roma in the Champions League. This Oh, I bet this isn't even an up-to-date one. It doesn't sound like it, mate. Because I was going to it say, it? Well. no, no, but anyway, they, they haven't done that. But it would be interesting to see who is close to um to that. Um, I forgot what we're going to say now. Um, oh, yeah, that, was, that. So, but I hope Brendan will have a word with the youngsters and say, Look, don't get drawn into arguments, you know, don't retaliate. Because <laughs> the, the referee, in fact, all, all the officials are Spanish. Um, sure. Well, who did he aim more? <laughs> we, you know, we we we've we've got experience of a certain was it a Spanish referee before that uh, that when we played? Oh no, it couldn't have been because we played Atletico, didn't we? So it have been oh no, referee. wasn't that a, wasn't that a Greek official? That was, no, a Greek that was Greek Belgian, topic.
2: wasn't it? I don't know. Someone in the comments were on about the for for those that might not know, and uh, for for a younger age. I mean, I vaguely remember it. Because I watched the VHS tapes and that, you 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 UEFA Cup second leg Leicester versus Atletico Madrid in the mm-hmm. qualifying rounds. It was a game that Martin O'Neill got a clip around the ear for, but I would have I would have praised him for it because he, he said he felt the whole game was fudged because Leicester were denied four clear cut penalties and that ref was so bad he never wrecked in Europe again. Could someone find that game, go to referee and tell us this nationality? Because I think he yeah. was actually Greek or something like that. I yeah. could
1: be wrong. I, I remember could, he was Belgian, But I do know that... Well, he was waffling crap all game, weren't he? Yeah, it was actually... I think he was actually found... The reason he didn't referee again, because he was found guilty of taking bribes. Yeah, because but, but we never that got that our place in the next
2: round or a rematch with that second leg, did we? Yeah, we never got to replay
1: it. And Atletico Madrid all got sort of punished as well. Um Richard, good evening, sir. How are you? Thank you so much. It means a lot. And good luck to the uh, the, the old bubbles as well. I hope you don't get get burst too much in the first leg. And uh, I'd like it would be nice to see an English team win every cup this season, wouldn't
2: it? Um, I couldn't give a monkey's if the poor Manchester don't win it. In fact, I want Real Madrid to win it for the disrespect they've been getting for the last few years. Because people seem to think because they've not won it in a few years that all of a sudden Real Madrid are this B tech side to what they used to be because they don't have a Figo or Rawls and the Ronaldos have been blessed yeah. with but rail Benzema to, to put bottle job fc out of it tonight in, in the first in this late, i reckon they'll
1: beat them but we will see we will see um we usually have a thing called the daily Tottenham um i think you may have seen the updated version of it it's time for the daily Manchester United. Nine years, six days, nineteen hours, thirty-eight minutes, eight, nine, ten seconds, since Manchester United have won the Premier League. And I think it could go on a little bit longer as well. I'll tell
2: you what, you could do a tally chart for them for how many managers how, how many days is it going to be till a second manager because they've had three this season. They get exactly. is Watford owner stuck in the back door and kicked the glazes out.
1: I wonder, I wonder whether they decided that like, this Watford model is good, you know. Mm. But I said he was Swedish. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not well,
2: know, I knew he was, like, was like some weird, not weird nation, but you know, some lower.
1: lower
2: <laughs> <nation> in terms <laughs> so of
1: the Swedish, weird.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I you, know, you, I know, you've been you to Ikea, here. haven't you?
1: yes <laughs> it's
2: about as um, much as my Swedish Swedish and the meatballs is about as much
1: as I know about the country I was more thinking <laughs> in, in terms of but they do have nice meatballs and take that any way you want to take that any way you want to right let's have a look at what will happen because we know where the, the squad's going to be rotated Um had I, had I been looking at this game purely on the Villa result at the weekend, I probably would be bricking it because we were so awful. Um, But I look at how we played against PSV and that gives me hope, but we do know there's going to be changes. So, and I'm not going to have any say in this, uh, Brad, you're going to do it. Um, It's going to be your team and how you think and who you think we should play in the first leg you Know taking everything into account who's been playing, who's not been playing, etc. What uh, formation would you like? I'd, I'd like to
2: remember that Mendy's not available for it, and I don't think yeah. Chowdhury's going to play so he is um, in the squad.
1: Scott was just asking, I think Chowdhury is in the European squad. I, no, I don't, I can't, with.
2: I'm sorry, I just can't see Chowdhury playing in this, so I think it'll be a four. Three. I'm gonna go four three three. I know it sounds a bit Brendan-esque, no. but I no, can't see that... the change. I, I was toying between four three three and a four three one two, but I just—he's not going to play two two strikers. I've gave up on that dream. So
1: yes. he, he might do fooling us. He might be playing mind games. And no,
2: well, not, well, it? if well if he is, then you better figure out which mind he's using. Because
1: sometimes it baffles me. Right. We, we, we've we got a difference of opinion here. Uh, Rai says the ref was Swedish. Andrew says he was French.
2: God, wow, well, Jesus. We'll never he get was there. English much. On, anyway. We is?
1: know that much. And he, and he was banned. He was banned. Um, Rai says, oh, that's his team that he's put up there. So he's gone Casper, Castagna, Evans, Safana, Ricardo. He's got, I think, four at the back. Yuri, KDH, Maddis, Barnes, Vardy, Luckman. That's interesting, but let us see what the man in the know. So I think we we know we're going to be starting with Michael, don't we? No, no, mate. This this this
2: game's got Danny Ward written all over it. Yeah, yeah, Casper, mate,
1: Casper. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'd give you Pocovic a game. He's you know he's he's a loyal. No, mate, he's in the midfield. Just wait. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't think about that. The, that formation. Um, on the left, left back. Uh I think he's. I
2: think he's got to go for pace at this to 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 exploit Roma. Mm. People might be thinking Castagnier to shore it up, but we've got one of the surest left back and right back of first. Well, one of the first, most versatile and surest. Wing backs in the Premier League, in my opinion, it's going to be JJ, me
1: at left back. Be... Yes, right. Um,
2: I just can't see Thomas playing there, and I think he'll want to be a bit more. You don't
1: think he'd go for Castagna?
2: No, no, I don't. I think he wants someone to be a bit more someone who can do the defensive job, but then can also get forward quicker, eh. I think Castagne can't do that on the left. He doesn't feel as comfortable on the left, and yeah, I just wouldn't play him on the left. To try and be
1: a forward-thinking uh, okay. left back. Okay. Well, no, this is your team, and that might fool Jose as well. So, if 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 JJ is going on the left, who are we having at right back?
2: We're having Ricardo Pereira. Right. Uh, again, again for the same reason. He's a bit more conventional, a bit more versatile. You notice sometimes he he, he likes to drive to, from the byline and go in. I like that mm. a bit more about him. And I think these defensive-minded players like Castagne will be better suited to Rome, depending on mm. the outcome of tonight's results. So I think they'll be better suited for playing that more defensive role. I think we need to be a bit... Aggressive along the front foot against against these, so JJ and Ricardo on either side for me.
1: So no Castagna. Presum- I mean, we're not going to get down the bench, but presumably no. On the but bench. He, no, he'd, he'd
2: be yeah. there. He'd be there. Trust me. Don't worry. T- Timmy's on my bench. Timmy would be on my bench.
1: That's fine. No, no, no problem. Not a problem. I mean, you you play FIFA, don't you? Uh
2: no. Not, not more, not at all oh. this season. No, well, I
1: tell a lot. I, I just didn't know I, I, if PAC is pace or not. I don't play it. Obviously. Yes, yeah. It. So they're all shortened down to three letters for PA- yeah. Yeah, so P.A.C. Yes, yeah. PAC is his pace. His pace. So I mean, yeah. Like you say James Justin's has got eighty two, and the best form of keeping Rome quiet is to attack them, and yeah, keep, you know, yeah, you know, their 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 defenders happy with ours going forward. So the left centre back. I'll go on Johnny Evans. Um, I think in the home leg,
2: you're looking for your experience. He's had it at Manchester United. You know, Leicester have got youth footballing brains in certain players like KDH and profana, but they've got the, they've got the joys of knowing they've got experience in that dressing room of European nights. And I think it's pivotal, especially at home, where if we make, mislay a pass, you need that calm collective head that can mark it out, and for me, Evans is the perfect partner alongside for uh, I was going to
1: I mean, say it's, it's obviously the, the other one's going to be.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, and again, that's more for the cultured head and the way he drives with the ball. I think he does it better. I think he does it at a at a higher tempo, and he mm. and he does it with more accuracy. And his recovery rate is phenomenal. And we we've seen him this time of the season where not necessarily from him giving the ball away, but someone giving the ball away, losing possession. He's 15, the, the, you know, the striker or winger's got 15 yards on him. I mean, PSV, that that defender, that, that, that winger or striker, whatever he was, had 15 yards on him. And he didn't just make up the ground and make a, and, you know, and make a like a a card saving challenge. You see, it was so clean and seamless to get, get in front of him. And you need that. You need yeah. that because that just helps Evan, makes jo- Evan, Johnny Evans makes Evans Johnny Evans's job a hell of a lot easier, yeah. and I think we need to be putting for final out there. There's there's yeah. no way you don't for,
1: for, for me it's two one for France at the moment, and Geordie, you didn't have to remind us, did you? Just don't switch off in added time. <laughs>
2: no, we're the specialists, mate. It's the most consistent I've ever seen Lester be.
1: Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and I don't think I can get rid of this bit here. Show more stats. No, that that's there, uh, it's what it is, right? So, yeah, that's not a you know, I mean, Schmeichling goal. It's nice to see that we've got the likes of Evans, Fafana, and Piera back. Um, I mean, Fafana didn't play again, or no, he didn't play against um Aston Villa, did he? No, he didn't, and no. that, that
2: was that was that was quite wise. I think he was clearly I...
1: resting him
2: for this.
1: Yeah, and he's obviously. I don't. I don't know if it's finished now, but obviously at that time he was fasting. So you've got to let the guy yeah. have a bit of a bit of a break. Yeah. And obviously,
2: obviously he'll be afforded to be able to eat at some point during, yeah, during this this game, won't he? Because I think yeah. it's after eight o'clock.
1: So yeah, eight I believe he'll be able to get yeah. something
2: in his system. So and
1: I think it's good that we are recognising this because the Premier League is a global. Um, phenomenon and we are getting players from all over the world and different you know religious backgrounds and I think it's good that they are allowing that to happen um but, yes nah. yeah, now now um this is going to be the question because normally in that central midfield stroke de- central defensive midfield role I would be putting um uh, mendy at the moment but of course we can't we can't
2: yeah and that's so stupid because someone will have to tell me somebody will have to tell me this when we were able to re-register in the in the um when we were able know. to re-register in the Premier League season yeah. was we not able to do the same at the group after the group
1: stages we, for, was, we was but if you St- remember we didn't register for Fana for Europe because we knew we wouldn't be playing yeah yeah and right um, I forget who it was that, that had left that re- released a place to come up, and it was a case of, I suppose, Mendy or Fafana. And let's be honest with you, you've got to put Fafana in there every time, haven't you? You know, well, yeah, that, yeah. that is true. Yeah, Scott, thank true. you very much. It was Remy, uh, Harold, you're quite right. Um, oh, Ramp Spencer, thank you very much. Uh, that's very, um, uh, bad of me not to know that uh, Ignorant of me But Ramadan ends on the 1st of May But yeah, it's good that they are um, uh... Oh yeah, Benkovic was released God, can... Oh yes, that was it yeah. So yeah, yeah, the spot yeah. Open there. Cheers Scott, yeah So yeah, I mean, I, and I say If if it's Mendy or Fafana You're going to put Fafana in there And what a good choice it was, you know So he's going to have Chowdhury in the squad And what I don't get and this, this, it's not a sort of... A, you see, I'm, I'm I'm one of these fans and I think we should be able to, to Brad, is that we should be able to criticise the manager and the players without saying, well, I want him out of the club. You know, I don't want Brendan out of the club, but yes, sometimes he baffles me. Chowdhury had had a great game against Liverpool and I forget what game... Was it a Liverpool game when he, he was playing in defence, wasn't he? And... Um,
2: no, I think in the Liverpool game he was playing central defensive mid because indeed he was central Yeah, defense.
1: Out, he? Yeah,
2: no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, defensive minded for his midfield duty. Yeah, but yeah he wasn't a part back four, but he was
1: part probably I that. defensive line. I thought game. he was, but um, it's a while ago. I can't. Maybe he was. Maybe before.
2: he was. Like I said, I know for a fact indeed he was, but I can't remember if indeed he actually had a. An, an actual centre back as a partnership. You you might be right, Chris, to be honest with you, but yeah, I remember him playing in that
1: game. I, I think, yeah, I think he was defence because we were at the height of our our injury crisis. And Rogers had come out and gone, Oh, this guy is unbelievable. I can, you know, he does this, and I'm really pleased he had his arm around him after the game because obviously we won the game 1 0. And we haven't seen hiding a hair of him since that, you know. Um, now, Scott says to me, he'd leave Chowdhury out and have Samuri in. But I think Samuri is injured, if I'm not mistaken, Scott.
2: Uh, I, I, mean, I, I believe so. Uh, Brendan did note it down that the reason they were missing from the, he, him and Perez and a few others were missing from them certain games was yeah. because of... Um, Was because of that, was because of an injury. So, yes, he's had a bit of a tough time, hasn't
1: he? Um, he has, and I like I said to you before, I think you can't, you know, every foreign player that comes in has got to get not only get used to a different style of play because the Premier League is different, uh, they've also got to get used to a foreign culture uh, and settle in, and it's a different country if not your family aren't always with you. Um, and for fauna it was, it, you know, it's like you know, it took a took took to it like a duck to water, but Samari's not, and and Daka has a little bit, but not quite. But you've got to give them time, I think. You know. Yeah, you do. You 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 have
2: to give them. You have to give them time. Uh, you have to let them. Also, maybe maybe adjust and settle into the to, to the culture of England as, as as well. Um I mean he's still young I believe as well. He's in his early twenties. Yeah. You know, Dak is also very young. And let's not forget, yes, I know he scored four goals in one game. But that was a game match in the calibre of where he's just come from. We did we didn't sign him from like a Tottenham or an Arsenal or a Man City or no. or anywhere like that. We signed him from from the Austrian league and with the greatest respect, whilst he was doing brilliant there and we've seen, and obviously our scouting system seen what he's capable of, you know, getting tight to that defensive line, getting in behind them. Jamie Vardy-esque, it's exactly what they're looking for. Some, some players have a more demanding expectation of them than say, if a Fafana or a JJ is, you know, mm. Farner and JJ and Luke Thomas as well, could probably be counting this. Well, probably afforded the fact that they knew they had a couple of games to get it right because there was injuries and no one else could really play that side. So whilst they was still pressured and obviously they wouldn't have wanted to play, play badly, obviously, and they, they didn't, they played really well, you know, you could argue that they didn't have that immense pressure, whereas Acho's already there. Vardy, before his injuries, was in that squad. So you're already down the pecking order. You're already behind the eight ball and again, Brendan probably wants to afford to allow these players to settle in mm-hmm. instead of forcing them into a to into uh, into the side.
1: I've actually just found it: no players from either team will miss the second leg if they get booked. Oh well, that's um, that's
2: that's very good. So let's hope they don't get sent off.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Andrew says this game is too big for Chowdhury. Was the Liverpool game too big for him, and he, he actually played out of position in that game, and, and we won it? Um, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not
2: sure if "too big" is the right word. I just think, given the longevity of the gap he's had without being able to stay in match fitness, and yes,
1: people yeah. might, might say, "Oh,
2: well, totally. max fitness, mate." You're always saying that. Well, it's part and parcel of football. Even the greatest mm. of players go if they go too long that game, aren't going to be up to standard, and especially yeah. if. You know you could maybe forgive it if say somebody has misses three games but they've been playing for the, the other 28 games of that season you, you know it's a bit easier to contain it if it's if it's just for three games but if you've yeah. played two games three games here and there dotted around and 45 minutes in a cup competition and then you don't do anything for like eight nine, 10, 12 games mm. you cannot expect that player to come into a into any game of any magnitude and affect it in a way
1: that you you were hoping for I mean years ago and I'm going to show me age here um uh we used to have a reserve team so that players that were sort of subs for the main team would be able to play in that uh, we don't have that anymore they've got to sort of get be the odd overage player in the under 23s probably but so they that like you say they haven't got they haven't got that sort of fitness uh, uh le- you know level and look look at that you know when he was coming on for 10 15 minutes here and there he wasn't he, he wasn't doing well when he came on suddenly when he was getting four games look at what he did at the end of last season so anyway let's have a look who who you would put in that central defensive midfielding role then well actually i wouldn't put anyone there because i'd make it a flat
2: midfield of three okay um I know I know. with every flat midfielder three, you always have that player that maybe hangs back a, a little bit, but he wouldn't be sitting in like a V shape. It'd definitely be a yeah. flat one, but it'd be like the holding midfielder if you want to, the holding midfielder. And I've just maybe, maybe figured a way to, um, to get the best out of this team and, and try something new so we're a bit more dimensional. And because he, he for whatever reason, because, um, and it's not a central one, it would actually be on the right side, but because he's been babysitting Mendy, mm. I feel that Yori Tillemans, despite the fact that I would like to see him get arrested at some point and taken out as a team, I think given the fact that we don't have Mendy available because we forgot to register him all, you know, we weren't able to register him or whatever. Brendan didn't want to take someone out.
1: To- we weren't allowed so many, were yeah. we, to be registered? Um, I can't
2: see him playing Chowdhury for the reasons we've just stated and talked about. Um, So I think he'll put Yori in there as that holding midfield role. Now, I think you'd be on the right of who who else is in my midfield, but you can put him in the middle to symbolise that it will be that holding midfield. I don't it's not particular which side they play really on this right. one but um oh, I've,
1: I've got three Yuri tillerman's here
2: oh yeah so what they are is they're informed cards you've got an informed card and uh a, a, like, you'll have some special card it's what fifa do it's how they get you to spend money on fake imaginary things that people do not do it people do not do it by the way if you've got fifa do not spend your hard-earned money on buying these cards Grind the game out, enjoy it that way, because this is all load of farcical rubbish that FIFA do. And in fact, some countries don't allow these microtransactions anymore. It's classed as a form of gambling. So please do not invest your wages, your pocket money. Don't do it. Sorry, Chris, I just wanted to get that out there. No, no, that's no, why, no, that's no, why you're seen no, three versions of him.
1: Yeah, I, I have. I, in the last time I played FIFA, I think it was whatever the first one was when it came out on the PlayStation 1. Oh, uh, 94, was it? It was was, was, well, we'll say PlayStation One, that's how that's how long ago it was. But so I mean, well, it doesn't matter really which one we pick, let's put him in there. And I agree, he, he he can't not play Tillemans in this game, but I do feel Tillemans has been playing yeah much too much, you know. But we're in that position now where you know, if let's be honest with you, if he if he didn't play Tillemans and we lost, my God, he'd be crucified, you know. Oh. Um, Scott says, all Brighton, Tillemans and KDH. Well, let's find out. Who are you going for on the left there? Uh, so on the left, and again, this,
2: this, this isn't playing out and out as wingers. No. Uh, this would allow them to draft. In that, in, on the left-hand side, I'm actually putting Barnes there. Okay. Well wow. Now Barnes okay. has played there before believe it or not, under Brendan. And I we have stressed this point enough that when Barnes is out on the left, he's far too predictable for two reasons. He mm. only makes two runs. And that's not actually more on Barnes. That's probably more on the fact that we predictably attack so much down that left side because we favour the strength that, that, that teams are able to, to mark his areas better. Thank you your interruption, you
0: annoying
2: thing. You the clock. annoying, annoying thing that I can't get mad at because it's not my clock. Anyway, um, <laughs> give me a second while I just drown that out and let it sound it out.
0: But the reason well, I
2: would put Files on the left of that midfield is because he's already in that central role and then anybody he's running at on a defensive duty for Roma is second-guessing whether he's going to go out and try and cross the ball in, or he's going to cut in mm. and, and and drive into the box and take a shot on himself. Yeah. I think if he's out on that left, um he just can't do that. He can't do that because he's already predicted, well, you're either cutting in or crossing it, mate. Whereas if you're already on that left of the midfield, so you're you know, you're probably 10 yards yeah. from the byline and you're running at that defender and we're going forward in attack, and attacking and they're trying to get numbers back. You've got people like, oh, what's he going to do there? Because he could go oh, down yeah. left and could cross it in. And I think that would benefit Barnes becoming more of a left-centre midfielder.
1: Yes. No, no, that, I mean, I could say this is your game. And you, you know, if there's three of them over there, you've got to say if two are moving forward, the third one should know to hang back. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I've just got this for you, Brad. No, Evan, it's not working. Typical. Typical. <laughs> Any of these working? No. Please stand by. We're having technical difficulties as Chris can't find it. I, I'm, I was trying to uh, play an alarm sound for you, and none of them are working. Really typical. Typical. Um, Right. So I'll I'll have to leave you with the with the alarm clock. Um, On on not necessarily on the right, but the third one in that middle three.
2: That's KDH, mate. He, he's practically clicheically, but he's probably first name on your team sheet, isn't he?
1: I've never yet has he ever played on the right though.
2: No, but again, like I said, I would have put Yori on the left and KDH in the middle, so you've got Barnes and Yori either side of him. Right. Um, what would happen is is Yori would, when KDH pushes forward, Yori would either go alongside him or he'd drop. Behind him, if we get, you know what I mean. He so he, he he mentally take that Mendy role on the defense, but on the attack, Barnes and Yori operating outside him, which is why I said I actually have Yori, but I kind of made the decision last last second, thinking how to get the best out of us as a, as a squad without Mendy being in that midfield.
1: Right, we don't have a thing for, um, Dewsbury Hall. Is he a silver card? Is
2: it searching just gold or can you search silver? No, it searches
1: everything, I think. Does it? What a farce. Is it K-I-E-R-A-N? Yeah, because there's Prippia coming up.
2: Uh it might just be Jewsbury Hall. Is that in there, the silver card up?
1: Oh, is there he is, isn't yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't put the hyphen in, did I? I yeah, oh, might the hyphen FIFA. for it. Yeah. Oh my god, FIFA, forgive me, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, they can be a bit pedantic with searching
1: certain names. Tell yeah. me about it. Tell so me. So, technically,
2: about for, those, it. for those watching to save you having to do it, Katie hates to be in the middle, and Yoru would be the other side of him. If you want to swap them around, you cancel to you, but if it's too much of a, I don't know how it is, these apps, so how do you change it? Oh, I think you can do that. There you go. So, that's how I'd have them lining up for yeah. that role because, like I said. Yori would drop and fill that gap, and he'd go alongside for the attack.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, let's have, have a look at. Uh... I'm not cuckoo. That's a very good lineup. There was no need for that. <laughs> I realised why it wasn't working. I had it on mute. Ah, oh, well, <laughs> who's cuckoo now? Then. Oh, the I, know, I am. I'm definitely this week. I'm having cuckoo. Um, well, you've been losing your glasses whilst having them on, mate. So I know, I know. And and the DWP have done my head in this week, I'll tell you. But uh, for um, Scott, forgot my forgot my last ad. Have Madison Tillemans, uh and KDH Andrew. Or in Chris's case, don't waste your pension. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Thank you very very much. I can I can block for five minutes, you know. Uh, <laughs> Scott says seeing a game like this would uh, it not be better to change formation or as best to benefit the players? I'd personally like to see a 4-4-2 or a yeah, yeah. This is it. It's all about opinion, Scott. But you know, I've given I've given um, Brad the opportunity, and, and and this is what he's gone for. Um,
2: yeah, I, I think you
1: don't want okay. to be... You decide too whether much. it's Cuckoo or not. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, if your opinion is that, you're wrong. It's only the voices in my head that are Cuckoo. Um, uh. But no, I don't think you want to change too much for this competition. So 4 3 has been what we've seen a lot of from Leicester. And, and, and that's... We've got to remember as well, this is just the layout for how it goes set about. Again, mm. if I was to bring this up as a tactic board, you'd understand maybe the roles that these players would play and how it would change going in an attack and defence. But we haven't got three and a half hours. Um, <laughs> but I can explain it as best I can for you verbally when we get into these attacking positions.
1: Well, let's get into these attacking positions then, uh, young Brad. Um, wh- who are we going for on the left up front? Well, probably our best. our best.
2: Winger this season, in my opinion, one of my favourites, if not Perez? my favourite, uh, Adamona Lootman. Not gonna... Perez. Oh, I, I, I can throw this pen with enough philosophy that it goes through my camera and into your eye. So if you start <laughs> making <laughs> the season right like that, no, so, well, on the
1: line. I mean, you, you, you're talking to the converted on Luckman. If we don't buy him for 15 million, when that was what we paid for Vestergaard, there is something seriously wrong. Well, Wonder, yeah. I get it, he just didn't, he may be doing well at Marseille, I don't know, but he he just didn't work out for us. Luckman, I just think, and he's, I say, he can play either side, and Brendan likes, you know, the utility players. So talk us through Luckman's decision on Luckman there. Oh, well, this is on Luckman, is if we're going to profess, uh, and we're going to persist
2: with attacking predominantly on the left-hand side, you've got JJ, very quick, very good, left. Left wing back. You've got Barnes, who shows that when he's given the ball in space, has a lot of pace. So with KDH and Yori Tillemans and the three in front of him, that left side is lightning quick. You've got JJ for the overlap, you've got Barnes to go out wide. If JJ's blocked off, you've got Barnes to cut him with, uh, and, and run at the goal with pace. And then you've got Loopman, who is proved he can play left wing, right wing, up front. He can, he can run that line, and that will make the striker's job, and we'll get to him in a second, a hell of a lot easier because he's got a running inside. And if you've got three players that don't just frighten midfielders, chasing back midfielders and defenders with their pace, it's what they do on the ball, which if you allow them an inch of space, they'll take a yard and, and they'll make the most of it. You know, JJ can put a cross in, Barnes can put a cross in, Lutman can drive in, he can... You know, he can drop that shoulder and and then lay a ball off. They can all do so well. If you're going to insist on attacking down that left side, you might as well have three players that can do the job at, at, at every stage of the pitch, whether it's building the attack and getting us into Roma's half, whether it's driving it towards Roma's box, or whether it's to drive from the edge of the box into the goal. If they can do that down that side predominantly, it works. I don't know what Chris is doing here, because I can't hear him. Oh, okay. Okay, wait there. Oh, dear. Right, folks, we're having technical issues with Chris. So, yeah, Lutman, Lutman, Barnes, and JJ have the same exact style of of attributes, and that is their pace, their ability to make runs on the inside and outside, and that just makes us a lot more versatile, because... What Leicester have done? We weren't supposed to do a tactic for tonight, but I'll try and do one for you. Can I do one? Yeah, yeah, kind of. JJ, right, um, very, very, very one-dimensional when he's got Luke Thomas and the Barnes out on the left. They get a bit one-dimensional, a bit trap-minded down, 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 just playing down the byline. And if you've got Barnes, who's had to go into the middle, you then you then sort of free that up for Lukeman to kind of drag a... A player out wide, or you have somebody who you can directly try and feed the ball through the defence um to play the ball through, and that 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 would then put Roman's defense on the back foot and get the ball in behind. And then all of a sudden, instead of and I'm not gonna reveal the name until Chris gets on it, but whoever Brendan goes with on on the in the striker role and the right wing role, and vice versa, if you go down the other side, obviously. But for this purpose of explaining whilst playing in an arch on the left is better than how we have been doing. Hello. Hello. They can drive Hello. into the box and, 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 and get a latch onto any loose balls. So that's why I've gone for it, Chris. Um, it just makes it easier to um
1: to be no, less no, predictable no, down that side than what we have been. Yeah, my microphone, as it always seems to do for some reason, occasionally loses uh, lost connection. So let me just bring up um, what we'll just—I won't—I won't fill it all in again because I'm going to have lost it all. But what I'll do is I will um, just—we'll just do the front three again. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, it saved it. It has saved. Oh my god! Whey. Good God, what's going on? Um, I don't know. But you keep crashing it. Come on. <laughs> oh, Spin god. that wheel, Chris. Get that. Get that mouse running quicker. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah, who who could believe how lucky we could be? Uh, Brad Scott Scott said, Brad. I think the seagulls have gone to your head. I know something's gone to my head today. I'll tell you. Um, and Scott says, Brad, with Roma likely playing a very counter-attacking team, surely we should be sitting setting up with a team that has trickery rather than lots of pace down the flanks.
2: Well, does 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 Barnes, Lutman, J J, K D H yori not have trickery then scott
1: mm.
2: my suggestion right, yeah. would be we might as well go for them and then try and shut up shop against a counter-attack inside yes you I'd know the... be, but again you might be right scott you know, if that's the case then uh, I, i'll pass brandon's number on to you he can negotiate his his release <laughs>
1: <Take> <laughs> open, obviously it's about it's about opinions we all have opinions, Of course of course it is. I, i'm very much Seeing, I agree where you're coming from with this Brad and that's probably the first time we've ever agreed but <laughs> joking aside you, when you look at how ineffective we were against PSV in that home game yeah we need to I believe we need to take a lead of some description and away goals doesn't matter anymore so if it's 1-0 or 2-1 it doesn't make any difference but we need to take a lead of some description to Rome for the second for the second leg um, and we're not going to get that back without attacking them, because attacking, to me, yeah. is the best form of defense. I know it's an old saying, but I'm an old man, so <laughs> there we go. So I agree, Lockman. Yeah, it's got to be Lockman. Um, Mr. Perez on this side. He's hiding behind the, the table. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not doing the
2: show anymore. Refuses to do the show. Keep bringing him up. No, it's James Madison. It's James Madison i having there. Uh and the reason I've got Madison there, right, this is this is where me, me, me managerial hat comes in. Yeah. Is yes, he starts off out of position, and that would be on a normal press. But what you can afford to do with that, if you're if if on that press you're, is that holding midfielder, KDH and and Barnes would spread. Then what Madison could do is he could drop back into his favoured number ten role and be in the you know he could be that that man in the middle, as I say, in that ten role where he could drop into to allow Bardi. Uh, sorry, I've spoiled. i put it on front, but I think it was obvious from what I've talked about him all, all video. That would allow Bardi and and, and Lupin to then stretch the Roma defence if he yeah. was to given that role and and become a two way attack. So we kind of interchange it depending on what we're doing. So, yeah, Madison, for me, gets in the right. We need him, his creativity, his trickery. You know, just just to remind you again, two players have 25 yellow cards between them and that one of them players has 22. And he's a midfielder. Midfielder's notoriously foul, fouling, giving James Madison a leg in on this game. Very tricky, wins his free kicks. He's pivotal that James Madison is on that pitch and, and advanced on that pitch. That's another reason why I incorporated Barnes into the midfield and put Madison further forward.
1: I mean, in fairness, you know, Madison, you know, it doesn't take a lot for him to go down. I mean, he's not as bad as Richarlison. Uh, like I said the other day, I think he, uh, he goes down that often. He's sponsored by Love Honey. Um But um, yeah, I, I, you know, you're totally right. You know, if he can get us some some good free kicks or even a penalty, you know, it it would it would be great. Yeah, Andrew says that the re- well, all the officials are Spanish for this game. Now, call me call me psychic, if you, psychic if you want to. You psychic? Thank you. Um, and I I'm in my mystic Meg moment, I have a feeling you might be going for Vardy up front here. So I'm going in the actual front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're very right. Yeah,
2: you got me, mate. I did. I you, did. You, you, you
1: had a Chris moment then, didn't you? Because yeah. Yeah. You, uh, the you, worst kept secret. Yes. <laughs> so would I? Mean we know. Last time he came back, uh, he came back and got injured again, and, and had to be off for, for a few weeks. Would you start him, or would you bring him on?
2: I think you've got to start him, again, for two reasons. Well, for a number of reasons, actually. He's got experience um, against Mourinho as a manager. He's mm. got experience against some of the players. I mean, he will niggle, wind up, shit shithousery, every player on that pitch that isn't in a Leicester shirt. Mm. They will know of their track record, and I'm pretty certain... If you want someone in a first leg of a semi-final, it's going to be tempered, it's going to be fiery. Both teams are going to want to come away with that with, you know, advantage them, so to speak. Um, And you could not ask for a better professional to know how to manage the big occasions like Jamie Vardy. His record against the top second the Premiership is one of the best. It's quite unrivaled. He's played in all these competitions for Leicester. At, at all levels. You know, he's, he's scored pivotal goals in big games. So he's ready made for this occasion. And like I said, with the track record of certain players in pivotal areas for Roma, he gets under the skin. You don't yeah. like it. It's the last thing you want. And like I said, it, it, if, if it plays into Leicester's hands and they get an early goal and then they start getting, take your Roma, start trying to take chunks out of them and Vardy gets in the rear, winding them up you know, doing some fancy celebration to mock Roma, then it, it could cause less... Than, and I know people might say that's bad games from shit. Roma would do exactly the same to us. Mourinho did it all the time with his press conference. So I've got no sympathy.
1: No, Use no, no. Quite right. And, you know, I, I'm not being sort of, you know, let, let's pick on Johnny Foreigner or anything, but we know that the continental clubs are good at that, you know. Um, Man City apparently yeah. are 2-0 up, so... Who's that? Uh, that's going there well, their way. So I think this is a good team. I mean, it's got a it's got a rate. I don't you you'll know this more than me, five-star, but rating of 84 and a chemistry of 95. So it's Schmeichel in goal, um, Justin Evans for Farner and Pierre across the bat four, with obviously Justin and Pierre being given the freedom to go forward. Um yeah. Bur Burns, Barnes, <laughs> Jewsby Hall, and Tillemans across the left, with you, you said that kind of a flat back three with interchanging. Yeah. And then Luckman, Madison, and Vardy up front. Um, with obviously vardy being the the, the, the pivot right at the, the top of the tree, so to speak. I don't yeah. think that's a bad side at all. You've got there, young Brad. Oh, thank you very much, Chris. I mean, again, I just think if you want
2: to get your best players onto the pitch and the job you know they can do, that without having Mendy to put in there and and, and mm. go... Because I think if, if, if Mendy plays, I would actually drop Barnes because I think he's been very ineffective. Mm. Um, I think if, you, if you're if you telling me to choose between your two ineffective midfield or attacking players, which one you're mm. dropping, I'm picking Barnes, sorry, over Yori. Um Every day of the week, and who knows, maybe not happen to babysit Mendy for whatever reason. Yeah, Uh, Yori will be playing with a bit more freedom, and we'll see Yori back at his best. Mm. If he doesn't, then he has to drop him out of the next matchday squad. I'm sorry, he doesn't. If if Yori hasn't been
1: dropping Luckman and Barnes and Barnes and Luckman for the last three games, hasn't he? So, yeah. You know, yeah, so, um, Barnes hasn't looked at his best. You no, know.
2: and again, Barnes has played in that mid in that centre mid on the left of that midfield three before. It's not it's not like he would be a stranger to him. He's played him on the left, he's played him up front, he's played him there. So I just think that's the best you get the most men- mentally forward thinking players out there, but also the best experienced players that have played a lot of Competition time in these things, and have played. You know, we've got some players there that have played abroad, so they know the difference, the mentor yeah. of the, of these leagues. So it would help us massively. And I
1: just hope, beyond hope, that Brendan doesn't do a Brendan, as in overthink this too much. You know, uh, and yeah. Try and try and outthink Jose. You'd like to say. If this if this wasn't this game, let's say this was our, our next game against Everton that we're catching up on, you might be no start vardy. But you've got to start with your best team, go out there. It, it's better to get a lead and then try and defend it to a point than look going behind to a goal and then trying to get back into the game.
2: Yeah, exactly exactly. And and again, like you said, rule changes. Um Pros and cons, no one's ever going to be happy with regardless of the rules, mm. but it's one I'm very happy to to no longer have in the game. There's no away goal rules, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people people suggested, well, PSB came to Leicester knowing it didn't matter if they didn't score, but it also put them probably at a disadvantage because the result's still favoured in Leicester. You know, if they went 1-0 mm. down, it didn't necessarily mean, oh God, no, 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 they've got a away goal, we have to score, yeah. we have to score two now. Yeah. let you know that they had as long as it stayed at one 0 which it did, Leicester yeah. always had a chance, and they could turn the game. And even if they only got the one goal, and it was one all, they weren't going to get knocked out by some poxy away goal rule. Because I've always yeah. thought it's unfair.
1: Yeah, it, it has. I don't see the the thinking behind it. And do you remember? I think it was the first um, Coca-Cola Cup final we got to under Martin O'Neill. We played um, Wimbledon, Wimbledon, and I think it was. I think it was just one all. And it was nil-nil, yeah, I think, in the it
0: first was, It, was,
2: nil, it yeah. was nil-nil at philbot Street. Yes. And then Simon Grayson scored the equaliser at, yeah.
1: it, in the semi-final. And, it, and we went um, through on-away goals. So, yeah, just, you know. But, but also, so, that I, I, get, I totally silly. agree. It's a, that is a silly rule. I've never seen why they've done that. Because cool. we don't do it every... You know, if we go to Villa Park and it's 1-1, they don't give us the three points, do they? <laughs> no, exactly. I've never understood it. I mean, I also remember as well, Chris, I think it was
2: a season or two after that, you had the bloody aggregates, didn't you? You had the, the early rounds being over two legs. And it was like, yes. what was that all about? And in that sort of competition, I wouldn't like to see it in the FA Cup or League Cup, especially never again. I hope they never, ever come up with that idea to bring back that ridiculous rule because it's just so unfair. I, I just don't understand how, for example, let's just say the away goal rule happens, right? Leicester win 2-0 today, do a stellar job. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. How would it work out? Yeah, Leicester win 2-0 and and then go to Roma but get beat 3-1. But because Leicester managed to score one but conceded one more, that's irrelevant because they scored one in Roma and Roma failed not to score a goal at Leicester, Leicester would go through. That's... that. That's never been fair. If it's three all, I could get. You know, yes. you wouldn't. You wouldn't I, get to penalties and score all no. five and go well because you're the away team. You go through, would you? You, you no. win the shootout. No. You wouldn't do that. So what? Well, I, I don't know why it was ever all. But thankfully, we're not in that situation. And like no. you said, if Roman want to sit back, they'll do it at their peril. And I don't think their manager is the sort of has ever been the sort of manager, he's no. a serial winner. I think if he you,
1: you, you looks at Leicester, he'll go, yeah, it didn't actually work out for PSV. So,
2: yeah, know. we want to take um, a
1: lead back to Roma to give yeah. us the. Yeah. exactly what it all like. We're going to have a few more, just to look at a few more stats when we come back. But this is what's coming up at nine o'clock. <laughs> Indeed, it's nine o'clock tonight, straight after this, with the strictly come-dancing Brad and the splashes, Steve. Uh, Nine o'clock, we'll be doing the prediction show for this week, and let's uh, hope we do better than last week. So just to run through a few things here, Brad, um, let me just bring the first one up. Uh, This is what the the press have been saying, Joe Terry, a Leicester reporter, uh, European Games allow Brendan Rodgers to rotate his squad earlier in the season, but since the Conference League now represents the only chance of silverware for the Foxes, we can expect Leicester to fill their strongest side. I mean, obviously, he's not a regular follower of Leicester, otherwise he knows we've been rotating the squad still. Um, I think he'd also know that the, that he didn't rotate the squad in a
2: way that any manager would have liked to in any competition. Yeah. It was done three injuries. Does this guy follow Leicester?
1: I don't know. It's on the UEFA site, but it says Joe well, Terry, clearly reporter. He clearly just looked at the team lineups and went, "Oh, they rotate
2: a lot," because that's a that's a yeah. very silly statement, mate. Yeah. It was false rotation, mate. Mister yeah. Mister Joe Terry probably stop having a word with Uncle John about <laughs> about football um, yeah. because and
1: he, he does go on to say, "Star striker Jamie Vardy is fit again and will probably start," which is good news for Leicester who will hope to travel to Rome for the return leg with a healthy lead. Um, mm. Let's see what the Italian press have got to say. Francesco Corda, a Roma reporter. A weekend loss against Inter ended Roma's 12-match unbeaten run in Serie A. Bloody hell. For the first leg of the semi-final, coach Jose Mourinho should welcome back Brian Cristiante and Nicola Zan- Zanilo. I don't know if I pronounced it right. Both absent from the San Siro on Saturday and filled the same team that ended Blodo Glimpse campaign at the Studio yeah. Olympic And there you go. And yeah.
2: Absentee, I can tell you why that Nicolo Zaniolo was there, because he probably picked up a suspension with his 14 yellow cards and two red cards.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Brendan said, if we finish top 10 and get to a final of the European competition, it would be one of my best seasons as a manager. You got to you got to kind of say yes, you know, because yeah, yeah <laughs> it, I mean, you know,
2: I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty certain that probably one of his best best performances mm. as, as a manager would would arguably be that close but no cigar season as Liverpool manager or mm. making it back to back European. I
1: uh, think because he's not and gone and, uh, well uh, cool. in Europe. I think getting to a final. I think it is quite a quite a yeah. big thing, but Jose replies: We are up against a Premier League team, and the Premier League is the strongest national competition in the world. Leicester have won titles recently and compete every weekend at the highest level. They're a very strong team, but we are Roma, and the second leg will be at home in front of our wonderful fans. It's a big stadium. <laughs> it will be. We thought PSV was a. Um, it was a bit of an atmosphere. I think we'll we we'll, it'll be like the you know the gladiators going uh into the Colosseum yeah. when we get there. But um finally let's just have a look and go. Scott's come up here, he thinks it'll be 2 0 home win and lose two one reverse. Uh don't worry about the reverse. What are you going for on this on for the for the first leg, Brad? Um
2: You know what? I'm going to go a bit out there. I'm going to say that Brendan gives me a call after the show. He goes, Brad, get here quick so we can talk tactics. And and me and Brendan both mastermind a huge win. But I want to say 3-0. I want to say we blow them out of the water. We go at them hammer and tong. But I say 2-1 Leicester. I say 2-1 because... We've never been able to fully shape that type of always conceding.
1: Can you, I don't know if you can see that at all. I've just gone for exactly the same score, 2-1 to Leicester. Yeah, me, me, my heart's hoping for like a masterclass 3-0 and everybody turns up and
2: we're all dancing in the streets, drunk yeah. that Leicester have won 3-0 and halfway there. But I take 2-1. Yeah.
1: Brad, thank you very much for stepping in. Um, I will see you again in half an hour. Um, I know, I can't get rid of you You can't, I'm like a bad rash uh, <laughs> Like an STD um, all, all I can say All I can say is uh, And I can't think which one I want to play here But anyway uh, I, w- I know as I said we'll have a talk after But it's gone on a bit, I've only got half an hour And I've got to download and upload and everything So I'll have a chat with you after the production show later But thanks so much for coming on mate And I'll oh, see buddy. you in 31 minutes I think it will be yeah no worries buddy <laughs> okay. thanks us. very much mate take care see ya bye 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 oh, it's not that far away and we are in a european semi-final we're 180 minutes away i know it's albania and i know it's not you know San Siro or anything like that but it's it's hosting a european final um you know, they say dreams don't always come true. Maybe we've had, we've, we've run out with our dreams over the last few years. I hope not. All I can say is, come on, you foxes. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, don't forget, like I've said before, if you are on uh, YouTube, please remember to do this subscribe, uh, hit the like button, and smash the notification bell, or the other way around, whichever's easier. And if you have been listening on, podcast form thank you so much for listening the podcast goes from strength to strength really appreciate your support tune in again nine o'clock tonight like I say we've got the prediction league there's going to be me there's going to be Steve and there's going to be Brad and we'll probably be exactly the same as we always are and that is useless see you in (laughs) half an hour good night take care stay safe Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
0: Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.